Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time, but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side. Beast mode, no one's blocking our way. <laughs> These other guys tried it, but them man ain't got the skills of Braden and Davy, brazen and raging, bringing you the thrills and spills. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DDP, the BD elite. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DDP, the BD elite. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for BD Elite. Yes, welcome. We're your dynamates. Hello, we're your dynamates. Are you just repeating everything I'm saying? I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> we don't have a thing like, Dynamates! Dynamates. Do yeah. I just have to do that? Mate! I don't know. Dynamates. Dynamates. Yeah, we don't have a catchy catchphrase. Yeah, I feel lost. People hate... We've some got pe- such a rhythm with Up Next. Let's be honest, though. The Friends thing is polarizing. Not everyone likes when we do the Friends thing. Everyone's like, why do they, why do, they do that thing? Because we want to. It's because they don't have friends. That's why. <laughs> we're, we're trying to get over that we are your friends. Yeah, we are your friends. And we, we, uh, we can be your friends and talk about wrestling because that's what, that's what we like to do on this podcast. This is BD Elite where we talk about AEW Dynamite. Yes, we are up next, but we do up next. We just did one last night covering NXT. We record both shows Tuesdays and Wednesdays on Twitch. And then the podcast is wherever you found this podcast. So uh, you could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. and We appreciate you. Absolutely. Yeah. And hello, Twitch Room. Uh, tonight is a big night for AEW. We, we got into some, some talk yesterday on Up Next about like potential release, or not potential, but releases and potential people. Contracts expiring. Yeah, kind of and jumping over. We, we, we kind of were like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if Adam Cole just decided to hop on over and hang out with his friends? See, friends are important. You need friends. And Ric Flair. Someone I, 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 there was teases to tonight that I was definitely like, oh, okay, I like where that's going. Uh, but there's some other things that like you could potentially kind of see. We also talked about Ishii going to be in U.S. soil. He's announced for another 
New Japan Strong like special show in okay. LA. With so Tana. he's on resurgence. Oh, he's doing something with Tana. Yeah, something else. Not a match, but they just both been announced oh, for right. a okay. different show, similar time. Cool. So uh, maybe we'll see him show up on Dynamite, which is crazy. Uh, but tonight is all about this this big Malachi Black thing. Yeah, his AEW debut, and I kind of said yesterday, it's he's he's felt like a bit of an afterthought because all of these these this news is coming out about yeah. Punk and Brian and things like that. Like Malachi Black, for me, it felt it kind of died off quite quickly. Um, so what they did tonight, I think, was very important and to really establish him. And he, I've got to say, he's someone I'm excited about again. Yeah, definitely. After watching tonight, uh, super into it. We we kind of mentioned the past few weeks, uh, AEW's been on fire. It's been the cool show. It's definitely something that, as a wrestling fan, if you've watched for the past few years, maybe you've kind of given up. You're you're like a lapsed fan. You're kind of done. This is the show to kind of bring you back. And talking to just friends or people in our life that you you meet and they're like, oh yeah, I used to watch wrestling, Stone Cold, whatever. Mm. This this is the stuff that's like bringing them back. When you have the juice. On TV, on TNT, it's going to bring people back. That WCW oh, yeah. fan base is going to did come we, on back. Did we cover that match? Was that the, the Sturgis show we covered? I feel like may, maybe. Yeah. Damn, I don't know. We cover we cover quite a lot of shows, actually. Um, there there wasn't any clear mentions of uh, any Daniel Bryan on this no, show. No, nothing. So we're doing this best match ever. I, I noticed. But. We just did, we're going to release this best match ever, Daniel Bryan. Hey, when isn't a good time to celebrate yeah, Daniel Bryan? This is true. We're we're celebrating the dead name of yes. Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, uh, all his WWE stuff on the best match ever. We just recorded of Up Yours with our man Neil. He made us watch Star Trek, and we talk all about it. I've watched a Star Trek film now. Yeah, Star Trek Two: The Khan. Khan. Yeah. Um, wow. Can't yeah, wait for you guys to hear Something very it. out of our wheelhouse, and it's always a pleasure chatting with Neil. I, uh, I do love our world champs. They're the crazy fans, that the ones we super love. The pillars, I call them, because they, they're our, our main support system. We're proudly supported by Patreon. And they pick some fun stuff. And yeah, both of us are not Trekkies, but now we can we know enough to, to talk to people. If they know they want to talk Star Trek, we can... Can say we know this film. Yeah, now. exactly. So live long and prosper. If you want to listen to that, that's out here. Uh, we should mention that we're doing a a post show and a watch along for Triple Mania next week, which features Kenny Omega versus Andrade uh, and a bunch of other stuff that I can't wait to say. I hope Vikingo is on that show. Uh, but we're going to be doing a best match ever Triple Mania out next week as well yeah something again a bit out of our wheelhouse i think we haven't really covered much lucha at all yeah apart from the triple mania show last year so really looking forward to that one yeah any triple mania matches that you you like out there at up next podcast please let us know we're putting that list together to put that out but we can't wait yeah we've not really touched on lucha stuff we've talked about some Rey mysterio psychosis mm. maybe some juice actually uh, yeah but shows. i don't think we've really watched any triple yeah. a or cmll uh, we okay. also we also have something I forgot about. We did a poll in the Facebook group, which you should join. You're all invited. Up next podcast group, something like that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> something well, like that. <laughs> yeah, something like that. We 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 like to celebrate holidays here mm. at, at the BDE. And next week, uh, I don't know if anyone's looked at their calendars, but Friday the 13th, yeah, is happening, and, and we celebrate. We, we we do like our horror films here. We try and slip one in every now and again. Uh, and what a what a time to we, we've done this before we we released 
Friday the 13th on Friday the 13th. Right. We're not going in order, though. We've covered Jason X before. <laughs> Someone picked it. In up yours. Yeah. Um, so we put a poll out between uh, Freddy versus Jason. Um, Jason Takes Manhattan. Jason Takes Manhattan. Jason Takes Toronto. And the, uh, the second one, Friday the 13th, part two. Right. So what are we doing? We're doing Freddy versus Jason. Oh, it's great. On Friday the 13th. Have you seen it? I have. Yeah, yeah. It's it's great. It's campy. It's yeah. amazing. Freddie and Jason, what more can you want? So join our book club. Go watch that movie next week and then listen to us talk about it. That'll be a show out on Friday the 13th. If you're so lucky, listen to us. Uh, five bucks, North American tier. <laughs> That's what you got to do. Uh, in the Twitch chat right now, Dickie's asking, so who's going to tell us that Triple Mania clashes with the New Japan Resurgent show? Does it? Yeah. What should I do, guys? I can't stream both, can I? I mean, I could. One on my laptop. But I'm going to be live, right? Yeah. How can we do this? That means... Dick- I, I'm at work that day, oh, so... Man. All right, you stream from work a watch-along and post-show for Resurgence. Right. Because you'll air it at your bar. Yeah. And then I'll do... Actually, Triple Mania would get more people, I think. We, we'll have the YouTube going on one and yeah. Twitch on the other. Okay, so Dickie's going to do a watch-along of Resurgence to go up against my... <laughs> do it, and then we'll, we'll have to... We'll While let... playing XCOM. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. I, I think he should. If he's going to be awake for that, definitely. I mean, I, I would like to have so him on So it's official. <laughs> We've got a Triple Mania and New Japan Resurgence watch along. Well, I know, <laughs> I, know, uh, I know Brandon from New Jersey is joining me for the Triple Mania watch along. Mm-hmm. So I'm super excited about that. So that'll be a, that's already a, a riot there. Dicky, I want to do Dick Dickie Bird's a friend of the show, um, and he does our, all our graphics. If you haven't seen the the SummerSlam thing he put together, can't wait to see let you guys see what we're working on. But Dicky uh, Dicky has a similar passion of mine. We should do watch-alongs of the Olympics, Tokyo 2020, beach volleyball. Because okay. I'm thinking we need a whole new podcast called Up Nets. Where we just cover beach volleyball. Because you really like the sport. It's, right. it's like they're just so talented, as JR would say. <laughs> Cowboy hat emoji. Uh, uh, no, I, I actually genuinely got into some of the Olympic stuff. And beach volleyball, women's and men's, both like really great. It's, it's, you can get sucked into it pretty good. There was this rafting thing I watched that was pretty, pretty hectic. But the skateboarding. I, are we crazy? Did it? 12-year-old and a 13-year-old? a 12-year-old and a 13-year-old. Yeah, it's nuts. It's mainly in the skateboarding, right? Yeah, I think so, which is crazy. I watched some. I didn't, we, did, we watched some clips the other night at a bar, but yeah, I've, I've watched some stuff here and there, and I didn't think I really would, but I kind of put it on and kind of got sucked into it. And I like totally, I watched like a lot of beach volleyball, like yeah. a bunch of the games that I was invested. And of course, I want to support Team Canada, but the like, the, the critique in me, the, the, I don't know, the, the, I don't know, whatever, saw that Germany is clearly like needs to go forward. I haven't looked, I haven't caught up on my scores. I said the Twitch, uh, well, Dickie's reminding me that Latvia's the one to put money on. I've been to Latvia, right? I, Are they I good went, at volleyball? Yeah, they're good at volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Up nets, coming soon. Um, I volleyball. saw uh, someone who I think would make a great wrestler. Okay. Um, the, this, one of the wrestlers? The sh- no, this shot put. I think it was shot put or hammer yeah, throw yeah, yeah, yeah. woman. I think her name was Raven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look her up. She'd be like... Well, there's like... If you watch like the diving or like the trampoline stuff, shout out Rosie, Team Canada. Uh, 
It looks like they're doing 630 centons in the air. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing. They should become wrestlers too. That's what's popular. The flippy stuff. No, I, I've watched some of the, the Olympic stuff and I, I got super into it. Friend of the show, Shane, is playing in the Paralympics. Yeah. My buddy's playing in the Paralympics for Team Canada wheelchair rugby and he's leaving in a, in a few days for that in Tokyo and I'm super excited for that. So uh, I'm going to bet money on my friend. You sh- probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> on a show yeah yeah you really you really shouldn't probably say the, things like that i'll tell him to pull a game for me so yeah, i can win okay. big yeah, yeah yeah uh so yeah I, I have been watching some of that stuff uh, i guess you haven't you, you put it uh, on at work? it's on at work yeah. so i like look up and i i always think a lot of olympic sports are kind of cool to watch at a bar because every time you look up kind of something interesting's happening uh but haven't really been able to follow much of the uh like I don't know, stories of the Olympics and who's doing well and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I saw Tom Daly won gold, which was great uh, for Great Britain. What, uh, what um, is he? He's diving. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was great. Yeah, he was super cool. Uh, the grass for Canada, super yeah. fast. Saw Jamaica. 200 meters, yeah. What about Jamaica? Like three in a row. It was insane. That was, that was pretty sweet. Yeah, I can, I can get into it, like definitely. And it's like, hey, we were stuck inside. These games were supposed to happen and... Uh, I don't know. It brings kind of people together. I mean, maybe not actually there because there's not a lot of people in the stands or watching, which kind of sucks. But uh, yeah, I didn't think I would get into it. No. Yeah, I, I think that that happens with a lot of people every Olympics. Yeah. Um, I know when they were in London in 2012, I was so into it because uh, you couldn't not be we yeah. were hosting, you know? Yeah. No, I've been watching. I can't wait to catch up on the beach volleyball. Go Canada. Team Canada. Bring home the gold. Yeah. Well, I think that clashes with Triple Mania and <laughs> Oh no, it probably does. Isn't it end soon? It probably should yeah. we do a watch? All right, so who's doing the watch along <laughs> for the up nets? Yeah, damn. Okay. Well, yeah, we're doing a lot of shows out here. Mm. Uh, all the free shows. Listen to Shot in the Dark. John Ceno, who does all the reports for post wrestling, you should check them out. Uh, he watches everything like Impact, MLW, NWA, all that stuff. Dark, Elevation. And they recaps it in 15 minutes. It's on this podcast feed. Check it out because Sino is the man. Um, maybe he'll join me for Triple Mania as well. Probably. I, like, I feel like I need like more people if I'm going up against Dicky Bird's stream yeah. now. So. I, get, I need to teach you how to use <laughs> yeah. OBS again, don't I? <laughs> I had it down pat when I did it the one time, except it was just showing Scrum's <laughs> chest and not his face. I couldn't fix it. I don't know. But uh, it, the, 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 the listeners loved it. The viewers okay, loved it. Good, yeah, good. yeah. Uh, so I guess we're here to talk about Homecoming, because that's what we're here to talk about. AEW Homecoming. So they went on, on road, but uh, they're back already. How many weeks did they go away? Uh, like three weeks, four weeks. Not long. Like, yeah. So this already they're already coming back, but it's cool. It's yeah. all right. Um, so this is this event that they've been doing. And yes, the main event, Cody versus Malachi Black later tonight. But it starts with the real main event for some people which is the labor of Jericho's. Or oh, yeah. Is it the first? Is this the third? Third. Third yeah, labor. we've had Gage, we've had Spears. Well, we had Spears, Gage, and now the Juice. Yeah. Hoovitude. So Jericho survived the pizza cutter. He survived the domino the backlash. <laughs> yeah, he survived the chairman. Uh, he survived everything, and he's here to face Hoovitude Guerrero, mm. who he's fought many years ago on TNT. But yeah, years and... Ago. Uh, Looking on Twitter, apparently, like, I, I don't know my history too well here, but apparently Hooventude lost his mask in a match against Jericho. Yeah. And now he's coming out wearing a mask again. Yeah. I will say he looks better in the mask. 
Oh, you're not. You don't think he's pretty? I saw him in Preston in 2014. And you were like, mask on, mask up. Yeah, wear, wear the mask, movie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm saying he looked great here. Yeah, that's he did. what I'm saying. All right, all right, all right. Shout out, Hoovy. I yeah. was, I was excited. This is the draw here to see Hooven to. I wanted Jericho to rip his mask off, and uh, well, we kind of got that. I've got a photo with him, the Hurricane, and uh, Apollo Cruz. <laughs> weird, weird fuck. You should put that on your Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Fully vaxxed. <laughs> with a superhero. Who? Who else was it? It was Uha Nation, Apollo Cruz. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the Hurricane. Right. Hoovy, and this guy called Madman Manson. <laughs> Madman Manson. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Uh, wow. I need you, to find that picture. I don't know if you do. <laughs> <laughs> so the third labor of Jericho, MJF on commentary. Uh, he's being a right mean guy. This MJF, the Juice versus Jericho. He's he's lighting up Jericho with all these fast moves. Oh, we forgot to mention Jericho has to win with a move off the top rope. Yes. That is part of this match. The stipulation. Hooventude's hitting these Huracan Rhinos. There's like these head scissors. There's this flying like dive, spin kick, leg drop thing to the outside, and Jericho has to like catch him, but looked cool. Jericho comes back in ring with this crossbody off the top, but eats a bunch of super kicks. But Jericho comes back with a classic move. He hasn't done this in quite a while. The uh, butterfly backbreaker. Yeah, mm. Punk used to do it. The Welcome to Chicago and uh, Io is one of her moves before yep. she hits the moonsault. But it looks great still from Jericho for a near fall. Uh, this is where he starts tearing and ripping at the mask of Hooventude, which is kind of a heel thing, but I always love to see it. It is, but if he should, he's like, hey, I, I, I took this yeah, off. Why are you I wearing want, it? Why are you wearing this? Piece of shit. Piece of shit. <laughs> Take yeah. his mask off. Exactly. But you're right. It is typically a heelish yeah. thing to do, but really deep callback there. He should have just, he should have just took, ripped it off like easily and yeah. been like, oh, there you are. I know you or something like that. But so he continues on here and they, Hoovy goes up to the top ropes and Jericho's up with him and they're fighting up top and Jericho like jumps off the top rope. He counters a Frankensteiner off the top and turns it into the walls of Jericho. So technically he's, it was off the top, it was off yeah. the top but Hoovy gets to the ropes and the match continues. There's this, Spinning inverted neckbreaker face buster from Hoovy, which looked cool. And then a super kick to Jericho for a near fall. There's a spike DET where Jericho looked like he flew upside down. And then the the Hoovy driver, like a Falcon Arrow type thing, mm-hmm. but Jericho kicks out. He hits the Judas effect, but he the ref won't pin it because, well, you have to do it off the top rope. So he goes to the top rope and hits a flying Judas effect. It looked great. And Jericho pins Hooventude Guerrero. And, well, beats the third labor of Jericho. This should be his super finish now. I, I thought it looked top awesome. Yeah. Well, he used to do a, this move anyways. Like this back elbow. Similar, yeah. This one he, he spins He had the more of the spin. This one he does the spin. It it's good. all about the, the twerk. It's all about yeah. the spin. The, the Judas effect. I, I quite enjoyed this. I thought uh, Hoovy looked pretty good here. I liked how they tried to kind of work a similar match to how they used to. But obviously the both older now but yeah. as you mentioned Jericho pulling out some old tricks with the the butterfly backbreaker um felt kind of like playing 2k with the stipulation when you're doing the towers and it's like you got to win this match with a oh, right, finisher yeah. this one is a first blood submission match and right. all those crazy things and it's like oh damn I'm hitting my move and I still can't win and trying to work out how to jump off the top got to do move off the top rope yeah so, but he did it though he did it he had a f- super good. finish the super Judas effect. Mm. That, what, what, what would you call it? 
this, yeah. The Sushi. Judas Mass Effect. Something like that. Uh, well, Jericho beats Hoovy. You know what? This is pretty fun. Mm. It, it definitely was what I thought it would be. It could have been a lot bad. It could have went bad, but it didn't like, at all. Who, compared to how I saw him in, as I said, I think it was 2014, 2015, right. I thought he looked way better here. Yeah. And now he's going to be wrestling some GCW shows. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. He's announced for like a bunch of them. I don't know if he's going to be at that one we saw announced. GCW's doing after the Arthur Ashe oh, yeah. in what New York this? in Queens. Yeah, after Arthur Ashe in, in September, the GCW's doing Emo Night. Oh, fuck, yes. So it's like an Emo Night, like if you've ever been to an Emo Night, it's like where they play like that era of music. And MCR. And great, and fantastic artists. And apparently they're doing that, but mixing it with a wrestling show. Okay. And that really has my attention. <laughs> I want to go to that so much. That sounds fun. Yeah, it sounds like a night out. So uh, maybe Hoovy will be on that show. Is he, you don't know if he'll be who, emo. Who, what emo? Like, I mean, you're not yeah. having Darby there, are you? But he, they should. They could. He's, he should be. I mean, why not? They've had Moxley. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, Mox could come out with some eyeshadow on. Yeah. What other emos are there? Uh, <laughs> that could be, yeah. Like who who dresses kind of Malachi Black? Mm. That's it's not his style though. He's more Metal Knight. Yeah, dark like European Metal Knight. <laughs> oh yeah, he's yeah he's not emo. Yeah yeah emo. Uh, I don't know who is that. I don't know who would fit in there. I feel Seth had an emo phase for sure. True. Yeah, that's true. He would fit in, but maybe not right now. Not with that fire. Corey jacket. Graves. Yeah, he'll he'll go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I saw a bunch of like people that are gonna be there. I think, but mm. it it should be cool. Nice, uh, interesting, interesting. But GCW, but back to AEW where Jericho beat the Juice. Well, MJF is pretty pissed, so he sends Wardlow into the ring, who attacks Jericho from behind, beats him up, and then beats on Hoovy as well. Hits Jericho with the knee lift, and MJF on the mic tells everyone to shut up, calls them idiots and things like that. Then says Jericho, meet your fourth labor, Wardlow, next week. And the special enforcer, MJF, who will be ringside. Uh, yeah, I feel like someone maybe backed out of a match next week. This feels anticlimactic, right? A little bit, maybe. Yeah, I think definitely. had you have done Spears, then Wardlow, you wouldn't be expecting something. But as soon as you do the Nick Gage thing, as soon as you do Hoovy. It's you're kind of expecting this for each labor. Yeah, I was expecting them to say Lance Storm, mm. Dean Malenko. Uh, someone suggested to me, uh, is it David Benoit? Aye. Like that's a fucking stretch. Yeah, but in- interesting pick. But no, we're just going to Wardlow. It's kind of like, oh, okay, you're right. It should have built up if yeah. So you, what, you think someone didn't... Well, no, I just feel like the, the way things are going, maybe they thought they were going to get someone this week and then it's like, oh, okay, we'll just do Wardlow. It's, it just seems an anticlimax. Even, like, even put a stipulation on it, you know? If, if you're doing the Wardlow match, make it a cage or something like that, like they did with Cody. Right. You know, add something to it to make it feel a bit more special, but it feels a bit of a letdown. Yeah, so then there's one more after that? Yeah. So then, like, yeah, it should be some something. I, yeah, it, it is a little anticlimactic. John Cena was suggesting uh, do the fifth labor in Pittsburgh for that rampage and have it Kurt Angle. <sighs> is he? He's not with WWE anymore, right? No. Nope. Would he wrestle? 
I think he'd like to do something that resembles a match that was better than the Baron Corbin thing. <laughs> There's the history there between them. Are you are you saying after all these people we keep saying, look who's showing up here, <laughs> and fucking now we're talking about Kurt Angle? Oh man, I mean like I don't like you, not as a perm, just just, just a match. as the labor, just thing. a match. Yeah. Just get. I he's been pretty open that he didn't like that final match. Yeah, and he, he deserves should be. Yeah. Uh, he wanted the Cena match and. Yeah, and they get Jericho. There's enough history there between those two. Yeah, you got me. Do it. Why not? That would be. I mean, it's all on Kurt Angle. That would fucking be insane if true. Crazy if true. Big if true. That's yeah. nuts. You're seeing now. Look, you're fantasy booking on. Right? Oh yeah. You're like, oh yeah. All right, let's go. So Jericho versus Wardlow, and they kept on saying here that MJF, like commentary, kept on saying that MJF was going to be the referee, but MJF said in the promo he'd be at ringside, and then later they confirmed it's ringside but a bit of miscommunication there it felt like uh knocked out films in the twitch chat saying that the the fifth labor is is mjf meaning oh. the match leads up to him oh if that's the case then so that's wardlow's kind of, the last maybe we missed that on commentary hmm yeah that is weird they'll change it to again her yeah. to make kurt angle, <laughs> kurt angle. Yeah. Yeah. kurt angle for no reason <laughs> fucking kurt angle doesn't that oh he- why piss on my firework knocked what? out films why <laughs> why, why uh yeah, but why would MJF bring Kurt out? Because it would babyface him. Uh, or then well, Jericho makes you'd it. Jericho say the pins same about Gage. And, yeah, Jericho and pins Angle, and then MJF beats down on Kurt, and Jericho saves him. Yeah, yeah, and then the pose. That mm. could be it. But yeah, it sounds like it's just Wardlow. Sorry. Damn. Sorry, man. That sucks. Yeah, sorry. But you know, maybe Kurt Angle can come in and face Daniel Bryan. Who? Brian Danielson. There we go. Yeah, that's right. Well, we go to the death triangle backstage. No Pac, though. And they say that Pac had some travel issues. His, his travel plans have been canceled. And who would have done that? And in walks Andrade and Chavo. And it seems like, um, well, this is where I went for a smoke. <laughs> so last week, the Lucha Brothers had travel problems yeah. and Pac was there on his own. This week is the other way around. And they're offering, uh, Chavo offers them like first class flights, steak and lobster, champagne, uh, if they work for. Like, be with um, me. Yeah, go with them, work for Andrade. And they just said, hey, we don't work for anyone. Because they keep on saying, why are you working for PAC? It's like, we're not working for PAC. We're with PAC. Yeah, we're a group. And Penta says, no. Mm, okay. They're going to cross Andrade. Mm. Better be careful. We go to the next match. Which is you got Adam Page? Oh and right, the Dark yeah, Order. yeah. That's this is true. Adam Page walks in on the Dark Order, who are having one of their backstage like segments in their in their clubhouse, with the Dark Order, and they're like, "That was the biggest match of our live." And he's just coming in to grab his drink, and he's like, "Oh, hey, sorry guys, I gotta." And they go, "Adam, whoa!" And they stop him. They say, "We've been calling you and trying to message you," and and Hangman just looks defeated, and he says, "Look." I cost you your shot. And they're like, no, 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 no. It's okay. He says, I cost you the shot. I created these problems. I have to fix them, but I have to do it for myself. So boys, it's best we go our separate ways. No. And he walks off and they say, well, but we're friends, but we're friends, hangman. And then they go, no, give him his space. So Hangman Page just broke up with the Dark Order. 
Yeah. Trying to wipe I, the tears I love away. this story. Yeah. I love the whole Hangman thing. I love the whole Dark Order thing. Um, and I love what's coming up later with this as well. But yeah. Good scene. Yeah. Very, very sad here. They, get, they keep getting their heart broken. Hangman's doing the Dark Order dirty quite a few times. Yeah. He's conflicted. But they know. They know he's conflicted. And they're letting him. Yeah. Go, okay. Let you, him breathe. You need to figure yourself out for a bit before we're going to work out. Yeah. You need to you need to get out there. You need to like get out there, Hangman. Before you want to commit, go do your go do your make own. those mistakes. Yeah, go do it and then come back. And come I'll, back. I'll be we'll waiting. always be here for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fuck, man. Yeah, I mean we 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 talk about the the romance of Index mm. on NXT, but like this is this a far one goes way way yeah, this deeper. Is deep. Mm. Yeah, deep. So we go to our next match, which we mentioned last night again. Ever Rise rules. AKA 2.0, formerly known as 3.0. Yes. They've downgraded, but it's okay. They still rule. Uh, 2.0 cut this promo with Daniel Garcia, and they basically said, We're here in AEW, and what the best thing to do is find someone who got your back. So they found Daniel, and they go back, they got history, and they say, We want to call out the biggest, baddest dogs in AEW, John Moxley. Eddie Kingston, Darby Allen, fight us. So this match is happening now, which 2.0 come out. Their new names, Matt, Matt Lee. Lee. I know a Matt Lee. I used to work with him. Fight nice. Network. Yeah, I think he's still there. And Jeff Taylor. No, what's his name? Okay, we're going to play a game called What's This Guy's Name? Um, You're close. It's Jeff. It is Jeff? Yeah. Can confirm. Jeff Trent. What? No, Jeff. What? That's not even Travis. That's not better. No. <laughs> Jeff. Um. Fuck. Jeff Parker. It is Jeff Parker. Jeff Parker, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's Jeff Parker. Because he was Trey Parker. Was he? Was he Trey what Parker? The fuck? No. Matt Martell and. You're talking about Trey Baxter. No. Uh, fuck. What was his name? I... Matt Martell and Chad. Chad. Gabe. No. Chadwick Boseman. I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about. What was his name? What's his name now? Jeff Taylor? Hardy? (laughs) Chase. Chase Parker. Chase Parker. Oh, boy. Okay, well, 2.0 now. Yeah, fuck. Are Matt Lee and Jeff Parker. Matt Lee and Jeff Parker. 2.0. Okay. And they're going, they're teaming with Daniel Garcia. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've seen this guy quite a lot in Smash Wrestling. That's just always been his name. Daniel Garcia? Yeah, Yeah, as far as I'm (laughs) concerned. It sounds like it's his real name, maybe. That's a good idea. Yeah, keep the same. Use your real name and you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Unless your real name kind of sucks. But like, whatever. Get over it. So Darby comes out with Papa Sting. And then out comes the wild thing. John Moxley. Eddie Kingston fired up with a crowd. This is this guy is in his element when he comes out here oh, with yeah. this entrance, uh, definitely. And this is a, a dream match in some some sorts because 2.0. Well, they uh, they get, they give us the line. You want to take a swing at me, huh? He screams it. <laughs> <laughs> so Eddie is like laughing at him, and apparently, and, and Excalibur, who's great, mentions these guys go way back. They yeah, got history. The indies in the northeast that they've been having fights for years and years definitely so he lights up eddie kingston i think it's matt lee who does this and kingston just fires back and starts beating the hell out of him but during a commercial break it's all three of these guys tagging in and out and beating down on kingston uh but then mox comes in and attacks daniel garcia he's brawling with him here throws him ringside and then 2.0 have this great stare down 
with Sting. Uh, I thought for sure he was going to say, whoa, you want to take a sting at me? <laughs> but he did not. And as Sting... Yeah, he's going like, oh my God, you're Sting. It's yeah. Sting. I can't believe it's Sting. Darby, like a bat out of hell, like he's shot out of a cannon, flies with his coffin drop tope, suicide dive tope, nailing these guys, and then brings them back in. There's a paradigm shift. There's the spinning back fist, and then a coffin drop. And, well, the big bad dogs of AEW, as whatever 2.0 called them, win their match here in great celebration as Sting uh, raises all of their hands yeah. in the ring and just looks like he's trying to fit in, but he's like, ah, I'm proud of my boys. It's like, it's like when you have plans with some friends Friday night, but your dad's like, Hey, I'll, let me join in. Let me come out with the boys. Let me come out with the lads for one, one night, watch the game together. And yeah. this was this, and it, you know, it was wholesome. <laughs> oh, it was so fun. Uh, having Eddie, uh, like Eddie was there, like, fuck it. Sting like holding him mox is there mox is laughing as well um there's yeah i just thought it was so much fun seeing them with sting and it must be crazy for some of these guys who'd have thought like they'd have never thought and eddie kingston never thought he was going to be doing something with sting yeah crazy a year ago yeah you know it's it's nuts uh the match itself i thought was really fun it felt kind of like a house show almost where you just throw all right these are three big stars put them together um, Ever Eyes are obviously so entertaining. Uh, Daniel Garcia looked great. I I really enjoyed this. Yeah, like the match itself was pretty basic and kind of straightforward, but it did everything it needed to do. It got the comedy in for the 2.0. I hope we see more. And of the them. crowd were into them. I really hope. Yeah, uh, we we see a lot more of them. I know they were hosting right now against us. Do they're doing a post show for AEW? Oh, yeah? So maybe that's what they're gonna the show. They had it on their gear called the show. Is what right. they call their show. So. I, I hope we see more of them. They are very entertaining. Uh, love that spot with Sting. Now oh, that's so Sting's good. spot now. He just has spots with people who go, whoa, it's Sting. You mark out over yeah, him. Yeah, like, like Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Like, kind of similar. Uh, I thought this was great. And the crowd were super hot for Darby and Mox. Darby is a star. And if we're actually getting that CM Punk match, like, holy shit. And when I say, are we actually, like, I, I can't wait to see that yeah. match. And I can't wait to see, um, like, kind of, is it Moxley Tanahashi? That's the, kind of the rumor. That's what they hinted last week. Uh, yeah. All out, yeah. I guess you'll have the uh, resurgence match first with Tanner and Lance Archer. And then if that's the way they're going, they'll probably start to build to it then. You could do you could do Mox Tana or Mox Ishii. We've seen Mox yeah. Ishii, which is great. But Tana, Mox kind of... I, I think that's the direction they're going. That'd be crazy. And what about Kingston? You think Kingston's going to fight Miro at... To, Queens. Uh, yeah, that would make sense. I think that makes sense. Big TNT title match. Yeah. Queens would be hot for Kingston. Absolutely. Yeah. You need to give it K- Kingston something there. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. That's the Blade. A- <laughs> yeah. Well, he comes later. Yeah. <laughs> we go to Brian Cage. He's cutting a promo. It's actually a back and forth edited video of both guys who have a match coming up. Brian Cage, who says, Team Taz and Taz. You did nothing for me. All you did was cost me a title and then gave me a fake one, a consolation prize. And then it cuts to Stark's promo who says, I'm kicked you out and I'm going to do bigger and better things with this title. I'm taking it to new heights because I outclassed you and I outworked you and I'm going to beat you. So be seeing this match. I like the callback to the towel spot with Taz, how Brian Cage is like, oh, you've done his cost me. I I kind of forgotten that that was a thing. And I, I like the attention to detail there. I do feel Cage sounds a bit like, yeah, well, I didn't even want the FTW title anyway. It was stupid. Yeah. You know, it, 
it feels like he's sulking. <laughs> oh, I never really wanted to be with you anyway. Yeah, kind of. You not... can't find me. I quit. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't think he's very intimidating when he talks. But no. look at him. He is very intimidating. He's yeah. scary. I think he's he's getting better he than he was. You know what? He um, is. He's definitely. he's definitely sounding a lot better. But I agree. Like, you look at him. He doesn't quite sound right. menacing. Yeah. As menacing as he looks. Uh, no, I definitely... Um... I, I'm looking forward to that match. Yeah, absolutely. Is it for the FTW title? Yeah, well, I mean, we've seen it already, but I assume yeah. this is now... Well, he should beat Ricky and be like, I don't want the title. I don't want it. Yeah. Throw it away. In the bin. Yeah. Yeah. Something I didn't mention about that um, uh, tag match just before was the three-man, but they used King of Trios rules okay. in that match. So I'm wondering if... That is slowly them easing into bringing that title. So maybe like a King of Trios so title. So they weren't doing tags? I don't think so. Like you, you can still tag, but I'm pretty sure that they had that on the rules. Okay. So I'm just remembering that we were talking about all these factions just a few weeks mm. ago. I'm like, wouldn't it make sense with a second show, Rampage, to have, and Dark, yeah. to have like, well, first, you should, maybe you should have a second tag title, like, like junior tag titles or yeah. something. But a Trios tag titles is something. I think you do. do one or the other. Trios. Um, trios, I mean, it, it uses up a lot of tag teams that aren't doing anything and similar with singles guys, yeah. like people that might start to be getting lost. Uh, it it could lead to some really entertaining matches. I just think in history, those titles don't normally last too long. Right. There is a lot New of teams. Japan, they just hop around all the time. But that's their own fault. For that is that. their own fault. Yeah. But it would be interesting to see them have a go because it doesn't usually work. Or women's tag, yeah, as well. But the, let's, no, let's focus. Not, not women's tag. Yeah, let's focus on the women's division more yeah. first. Uh, so we go to our next segment, and it's um, well, it's the elite. Mm. They saw Hangman break up with the Dark Order, so we cut to them all hanging out backstage here. Now taking their outfit, they had a, still got the basketball net. They got Michael Nakazawa, Brandon Cutler, the Good Brothers with the Impact type titles. The Bucks, the AEW tag titles, Kenny with all the fucking titles, mm-hmm. Don Gauss, mm-hmm. and uh, of course Brandon always filming everything. And they're they're shooting basketballs. It's like a whole thing. We have Carl Anderson spilling a ball, and they're like 2000, 2001, 2003. As he he was actually spinning. Well, it. it gets to 2012, yeah. which is his year he, <laughs> that he was in the G1 final. <laughs> He's also everything wearing... he's doing at the moment, and then they're going do it need love, do it need love. <laughs> he's also wearing a Bollywood Boys butter chicken shirt right. that they sell on PWT. So I'm like, yo, the Bollywood Boys should show up in AEW 100p. Uh, but also, um, Gallows is Gallows wearing is wearing Ric Flair's, Ric Flair's robe. robe. It's literally like one of Flair's robes that he's just wearing over his outfit. Yeah, and Kenny is wearing a Cookie Monster T-shirt, which at first I'm like, huh. Great. It looks nice. It's a, it's a pretty out there, like tie-dye Cookie Monster shirt. But then it kind of is like dawning on me. Are they all like wearing things? To what kinda... were the, the Jacksons wearing? The Bucks were wearing like normal things. I know Nick was wearing one with leaves and plants on it. So maybe that's Daniel, Daniel Bryan. Bryan. Yeah. <laughs> now we're looking too into it. Okay. For anyone not, not cluing in, Cookie Monster, CM Punk. He's, yeah, that's that, what he says. CM cookie Monster. For, yeah. yeah, Cookie Monster Punk. That's right. Huh. So maybe it's a calling... The calling card. I need here. to see what Matt was wearing. He was wearing one with like like pink triangles or something, like Doritos. But like who else? Like Dolph Ziggler maybe is like that. I don't know. 
Someone wearing a gold medal, it would be definitely Kurt Angle, right? Yeah. <laughs> Are you trying to look at this picture? Of yeah, I'm looking at Yeah, Gallows looks ridiculous. Well, I love it. they cut a great promo here, and Matt Jackson says that uh, there, there's no one else for us to face in this tag division because, like, no one. There's no one else here. And is there no one else? And everyone's like, Brandon Cutler's like, hey, isn't that from the movie Troy? He's like, what? No, no, it's not. Um, they say they're the greatest group in history and that – they're going to have to retire the jerseys in the rafters and bury us with the belts because we're never losing them. Uh, love that line. Uh, so they say, Kenny, who steps in, Hangman, you had everyone. You had the crowd. You had everything. But no matter how many shots, and then he starts taking basketball shots. And hey, Kenny, he used to play ball, didn't he? I think so, but all, all of these, because the I didn't notice any cuts and everyone, no. like Nick was getting like, in this week, unlike last. Yeah, yeah, and Kenny's still talking while he's shooting these shots, the baller, Kenny, and he's like, no matter how many shots, when it came to the final time, did you say final countdown? <laughs> you blew it. You blew it, Hangman, and now you have no friends. No one cares, and you don't get a main event, you don't get a main event, they don't get a main event. So it's time to retire the net. And then they cut the net of the basketball and they say, we're done with you, hangman. Uh, great promo from these guys. Menacing assholes. Like yeah. just, just complete pieces of shit. They definitely eat sloppy steaks. Oh, 100% yeah. eat sloppy steaks. They live um, for New Year's. Wonder how many takes this took. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, but hey, it looked great. So, oh, it did. It yeah. did. But like, yeah, I can... I can imagine it getting very frustrating. Uh, yeah, I, I also like, I really like the the whole like sports analogy of like, we're hang, put our things in the, like, you know, when you retire, yeah, they put your absolutely. thing in the thing. Yeah, I love that. I love that line. Uh, no, they're getting more and more obnoxious every week and I love it. I'm really into their promos. Like they, they're, they're heels. They're yeah. effective. They make you genuinely hate them. And I know we're overlooking into their, their outfits, but hey, they're clearly doing it to, do, to put these little... Oh, of course. Things in there, for sure. But the Cookie Monster shirt genuinely was, was popping. It was nice. Um, we go to our next match, which is Christian Cage versus The Blade. The Blade. <laughs> yeah. I found my Christian shirt. I couldn't find my Blade shirt, unfortunately. Oh, man. Oh, are you sure? I'm just wearing Vincent van Gogh. Oh, instead. you know what? Okay, I'll... He used a blade on his ear. Oh, hey, true. Yeah. Right. That's pretty smart. It's my Blade shirt now. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if you lost your Blade shirt, I'll just get you one. Oh, please. Yeah, I already won. You just pay me back. Okay. <laughs> I already used, like, five Blade shirts. Yeah? He's got more than one? <laughs> I'm sure he does. I mean, Butcher and the Blade must have, like, merch, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want, I don't care for the butcher. I just no, the you like the blade. I like the butcher. I like both of them, but there is a lack of butcher. Oh, they're both fantastic. They, you know what? Like we're making fun, but blade is a good like yeah, he's worker. Good. To be honest, you just don't like the blade. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a pretty much a brawl. Christian and Blade are fighting. They're punching each other. Bunny is trying to get involved here. That dang bunny. But Layla Hirsch comes out. And stops this, so it's an even matchup. There's a commercial break with Blade beating down on Christian. When we come back, Christian jumps off the top rope to the outside with like a body block or something and takes takes Blade out. There's then Christian who does the diving Judas effect. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of much. his moves. Yeah. He's done it for years, which is like the... the Flying, spinning didn't back look elbow. as good as Jericho. No, it didn't. But it, it doesn't look as powerful. It's mm. not as powerful as the Judas effect. 
there's then a, an attempt of the kill switch, but it's countered into a snap power slam from the blade. He goes for the brass knucks, but Christian spears him and pins him. And uh, yeah. I found it quite entertaining. I think Christian's looked great since coming back. And they were obviously building up, because um, they're mentioning on commentary a lot, and we've got the segment later, uh, Christian's going to be a challenger. That's right. He's winning all his matches, mm. so he deserves... Undefeated. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, it did its purpose, to be honest. I know it was probably really cool for Blade to get to wrestle Christian. Uh, so I know he's like Buffalo area, pretty mm. much Toronto wrestled a lot. So uh, it, was, it, was, it was what I expected from this. And Bunny and Layla Hirsch are now going to have a match later because they got some beef now. Yeah. So it's, it's continuing on with the Hardy family office. My favorite. They were not ringside for this. Not for this one. Yeah. But don't worry. They'll be there. There's but no more Hardy Was there Matt, though? Come. I don't think so. No Matt tonight. His face was still on the Titan John, oh, yeah. though. So technically, Matt Hardy was still <laughs> on my TV tonight. Just saying. Just oh. saying. Bunny's, Bunny's Titan Tron is Matt Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a joke. That's no, not a joke. Not. That is a fact. That is a statement. Okay. P&P, not picture in picture, but proud and powerful. They are cutting a promo here. And it said, we had to get down to the the gritty we had to kill each other we had to spill blood or die and the no matter the outcome we were going to leave scars and it cuts to dax who's cutting this emotional promo and it shows the replay of what happened yeah i kind of forgot something happened last week because i felt news kind of died down about it but yeah so it it looked like the turnbuckle thing snapped they stabbed him in his arm and like slashed his wrist the skin you saw the skin pulling really awful so dax says I had to watch my boy get ripped open, and this ain't worth it. This ain't worth it, but one more match. You caused my best friend a lot of pain, but he will be coming back. Death won't stop him. So we are going to get a rematch, a full-on full match that takes place. The one we deserve, and an unfortunate series of events with that accident and i hope i hope he's okay it seems like he is but we did not see yeah him. well uh andrew thompson literally just posted on postwrestling.com that um he cash wheeler provided an update saying thank you to everyone that's reached out i'll be fine i'm pretty lucky sorry to anyone i haven't gone back to yet i'm still not going to respond to a lot of messages right now i wanted to take the last week to get away in the mountains clear my head and see what the future holds Jeez. i won't be here tonight i don't know when i'll be cleared but I know that no matter what, Dax is the best friend I could have asked for. Damn. Well, so, it, uh, yeah, seem, seems weird because that, that kind of video tonight definitely felt like we're building for a rematch. But that it didn't say s- when or anything. That this maybe sounds like it might be a little longer than yeah. that. Um, but, yeah, I, I think a rematch is a good idea uh, when, when Wheeler hopefully is, like, recovered and back. Yeah, man. Because uh, I kind of feel these guys maybe want to do a redo. And I 100%. think they deserve it because we know they should kill it. And last week's match wasn't what it should have been. Yep. Yep. Definitely. I hope we get to see that match and I hope, uh, hope he's all right. Mm. Definitely. It looks scary on that replay that the slow mo and the camera angle. Oh, gross. Yeah. Gross. Not gross. Nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, I see Kenny Omega's, uh, also tweeted right now. And he said, uh, for those wondering, one take, Jake. Wow. Meaning one take. Wow. For all you so people. you mean he's been, he's been watching tonight? He says in the Twitch room. Hi, Kenny. I wish it didn't come this easy for us, but alas, here we are. Wow! wow. What a heel! How many takes do you really think it was? <laughs> <laughs> what a worker that Kenny. Uh, it would be interesting to see him play basketball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you heard, but uh, 
like the Superman of the Toronto Raptors, Kyle Lowry. Uh, well, he's, he's going. Where's he, he going? No, he's, he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> Money talks, baby. Money mm. walks. Where's he going? Uh, is it Miami? I think. Okay. I don't know, but that means we need some. We need a new. We need a new hero. We need a new hero in Toronto. Hmm. Kawhi left us. Lowry left us. So we we could have Kenny. It's time Omega. to step up, Brayden. He'll. <laughs> I was gonna say Kenny Omega can collect all the belts and okay. he can collect the yeah. the gold in the NBA. So we go to uh, what's happening next. Britt Baker is Party in the family office. Probably. <laughs> Tony Schiavone, who is putting in work tonight. Yeah, this is Tony Schiavone interviewing a lot of people tonight. Tony Schiavone is with Britt Baker, DMD, and she's about to cut a promo. She's got Reba with her, but she's interrupted pretty much right away by Red Velvet. Who comes out? Big pop. And Velvet says, first of all, Brit, red ain't your color. Mm-mm-mm. Big pop. Big burn. Ooh. She says, I've come out here to challenge you. And Brit says, challenge me. Last time I fought you in this arena, uh, I beat you in three minutes. And Red Velvet says, well, I used to be enhancement talent, but now things change. I'm 22 and I'm, I, uh, sorry, 22 and four. Yeah is what she is in the records and seven straight wins. And I don't have to cheat to win my matches. So Brit says, you know what? All right. You want to challenge me? Well, I've changed too. So you can have your match in Pittsburgh, her hometown for rampage, which is going to be happening. Yeah. So Brit's got an opponent, red velvet for the AEW women's title. Uh, I thought both sounded, I mean, Brit obviously sounds great every week, but red velvet definitely stepped up. Definitely, yeah. I thought she sounded great. The The one line that kind of bothered me was, um, hey, I was enhancement talent then. It's yeah. essentially saying, hey, I, I, was, I was only booked to lose back then, whereas now I, now I can win. It's, mm. it's not like enhancement talent is like a, it shouldn't be something said on TV. Do you know? It's like going, ah, oh, I was a jobber that, back then. It's it's a bit weird. I, so I didn't like that, but I did think she sounded good, and I liked the rest of it. Um, and then, yeah, we get the, the beatdown. Well, Rebus goes to swing at Red Velvet, who ducks, and then Brit, Brit and her start fighting. Brit attacks her. And then Brit uses the crutch to, like, choke Red Velvet, like, in the throat and stuff, uh, and then poses with the title. Uh, so we're getting this match. Yeah. But Brit's kind of a babyface well, heel. Well, th- this is what's weird with it, and it it's almost... It's kind of how I'm feeling with Raquel and Dakota as well. Britt is playing the heel here. Red Velvet was the was the clear baby face. She was doing the beat down like the heel, but then it's gonna be in Pittsburgh. Like they're all gonna cheer for Britt there. So it yeah, just makes for a yeah. weird match. So is Red Velvet going to just she's not gonna work heel really for that. So I can see it being a little awkward. Um They could have put a bad guy, but I don't know who. Yeah. So. That, that's the that's the problem. There's you still want to have a good match, and it's. I think it's awesome seeing Red Velvet step up because I really like her. It's just it's a little weird. Whereas I think you could have maybe not done the beat down from Brit and just have her be like, "Hey, Rampage," and you could then play to the reaction a bit more. Yeah, rather yeah. than just being, "Oh, I'm a heel and I'm going to choke." She you. was also like, 
I, she came out to challenge Brit and then Brit's like, yeah, okay, well, uh, Pittsburgh next week, Rampage. It's like she's doing, she's like, Tony will let me do anything because yeah. I'm his, his golden girl, girl. His golden girl. So she kind of just calls the match on the fly. But sure, why not? Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm down for that match. I think they'll, they'll put out a banger for yeah. sure. We go to Andrade backstage with, ooh, Chavo. And Chavo says, who's standing with Andrade, says, clearly, the Lucha Bros aren't interested in hanging and working with us. So we've reached out to some other people, like this man, Fuego Del Sol. Poor guy. Who shows up all excited. Yeah, I'm ready to work with Andrade. Sounds great. Is Rick here? What's going on? What's going on? And Chavo says, well, actually, uh, we need you to shine Andrade's shoes. And Fuego looks a little unfuego. He's like, what do you... What do you mean? That's not what you asked me. You asked me to wrestle. What are you talking about? We asked you to shine Andrade's shoes. And he says, I'm not going to do that. So Andrade beats him up, throws him into a garage door, and then puts his shoes right near his face. And he's like, shine my shoes. Is this going to be the running gag? Every week someone just murders Fuego del Sol? Yeah. Because he took that beautiful black mask the other week. And then... Then oh yeah. Here, then here, poor guy. Yeah. Being thrown against the grating. I can see this being a bit of a ongoing thing. I don't think this was actually him because he's probably still beat Dead. up from last week. <laughs> this is the ghost of Fuego del Sol. Uh yeah, because poor Fuego, he's just getting yeah. beat up here. I don't know where, where do you think this Andrade thing's going with the Lucha fam? It's not Lucha him Bros. for me right now. It, um, yeah, it needs to click. I think the matches hopefully will be fantastic. Yeah. Just the story isn't really working. Yeah. Um, and maybe the performances aren't quite there. I I think I want to see Andrade work with the Lucha Bros. I think I've said before, like he needs to be their leader. He needs to replace Pac and they kick Pac out. It's all he's 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 doing all this fucking with them now, but it's going to turn into this swerve where they get rid of him. And there you go. Another like stable. But I can I can see that. I just I feel we've been sitting on the Lucha Bros for so long, especially as singles acts. Sure. And I kind of, it felt like they were going to go their own ways last year and then yeah. it didn't happen. Because they're And brothers. just then to be, it would feel like they're beneath Andrade. They'd be the Real Mendoza and Joaquin Wild, you know, and they I think they're bigger than that. So it's something they could do, but come on, they've been here for how long now? I think they're definitely being a little underused right now. Like if they're out here, they should be having stellar matches, mm. definitely. But it's it sucks because the Bucks are the champs and it's working well with this whole elite yeah. story. So the titles are ta- taped up right now. But if you had a genuine like feud where there's something, a story where they hate someone, like Pac, if he gets kicked out, he's got to find some friends to mm. fight it up against these guys. So maybe some... If it's it, what is it? The Lucha Bros and Andrade. So this this LWO. Yeah. What's Pac gonna do? Go find some what Jordies. Some Jordies. <laughs> yeah. Lack of options there, I think. Yeah. So uh, he'll call Oliver Gray. Yeah. Yeah. Get him back. days. Big pop for Oliver Gray. Oliver Gray. Yeah. I don't know who else will help Pac, but I I genuinely want to. I think I do want to see Lucha Bros with Andrade. Okay. I want to give. That sounds like the best fucking unit ever. Those three. In trios matches, sound insane. Add Ric Flair as their new manager. Uh, I want I want Ric Flair to show up with Andrade and talk so much shit. Andrade, just start wrestling. Start just actually winning matches before we start getting into weird storylines that don't really just tease things. Just wrestle because you're great at it. 
and Rick as his guy, making him like, yeah, this is the future, my son-in-law. And then Charlotte just uh, pull it in Lunder Blaze and just show up on Dynamite, uh, breach your contract. Tony will buy it out, and uh, you'll be the like biggest thing in wrestling. Do it, Charlotte. Do it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I want. I want to see Charlotte with Rick and Andrade in AEW. Hmm. That's what I want to see. Okay. I'm a madman, but I want to see it. Charlotte I, versus Britt. I just want to see something from Andrade. Yeah, I want to see him wrestle. I yeah. want to see him wrestle. And I want to see. Him. I don't know if this is part of his contract that maybe he is only going to wrestle a certain amount of dates, but it's, he's very cool for me right now. Yeah. He needs to wrestle. And I, well, I, I'm a big fan of this guy, but it's not working right now for me. Well, next week he's facing Kenny at triple mania. Yep. So like, we'll see, we'll see what you got. Cause that's a dream match that's happening. So I'm super stoked for that, but uh, I don't know if he's winning it though. That's what's tough. It's like Kenny loses one Probably, title because they haven't mentioned it at all true yeah kenny secretly doesn't just drops the triple he actually hasn't been holding it as much has he uh only only in his title matches is when he comes out with everything all of them so maybe he could slowly start losing them Mm. it could be the dissension of kenny uh so we go to hangman page who guess what he's gonna go talk to tony shivani in the ring tony again busy guy hangman comes out and he's about to talk, but he's interrupted by the elite. The whole gang come out, all of them, in their flashy outfits. Matt and Nick are there. They, they say, we need to clear some things up. Sorry, Hangman says that to them. Look, Matt and Nick, actually, I want to clear some things up with you guys. We got to talk. And they go, whoa, whoa, oh, you want to talk? So let's get in the ring. Kenny says, hey, Hanger, <laughs> to Hangman, which I thought was funny. He says... Ever since you left us and you, you're not with the elite, you went and made new friends. And we realized we found our self-worth. And you just see Brandon Cutler like filming it for being BT. the elite. Yeah. Uh, he says, you're, you're trying to plea to rejoin the elite. Well, Kenny says, you share a lot in common with the people here. You're a tryhard. And well, you were in the elite, but you no longer are. And you just don't fit the bill. Cowboy or not, the elite does not have any losers or failures in our group. And Hangman can't take enough of this disrespect from Kenny. So he goes to beat him up. And there's a whole brawl with all of the elite beating down on Kenny on Hangman here. The good brothers hit him with the magic killer. And Kenny's just yelling. And the Bucks are setting up for the BTE trigger. As the Dark Order run out the tunnel for the save, but Stu Grayson stops him. Whoa, 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 no, 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 stop, guys. He broke up with us. So the, it's Silver who really is like, but, but uh, he's my boy. I got mm. And he's like, no, we can't. He said he didn't want anything to do with it anymore. We're out of his life. No, it wasn't like that. It looked like that. No, no, it wasn't like that. He was going, he needs... He needs to do this on his own. Yeah. This is what Hangman needs. He needs to do this on his own. So they leave. They go back in the tunnel. A lot of them are like upset. Colt Cabana's livid. He's like, what do you mean? We got to save him. Nope. Got to go back. So they all go back through the tunnel as Kenny yells and barks orders at the Bucks who hit a BTE trigger. And he says again. So they hit him with like four of these. yeah. Yeah. He sells the last one like he's dead. And out comes Frankie. The elite hunter, the elite killer, he comes in, but they beat him up too. 
Yeah, and Nakazawa throws a basketball at him when he's down. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kenny grabs the AEW title, smacks Hangman in the head. Says, this is your last close look at it. Uh, leaves him laying as the elite stand tall with all the gold, all the power in uh, a great segment. The part with the Dark Order was playing at my heartstrings like a fiddle there. Just great. Yeah, I, I love this. Um, the visual of like Hangman in the ring with all of the elite going in there. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're fucked. Yeah, it's Just scary. So in, it was intimidating. It's like a movie. Yeah. And um, Hangman just feeling like kind of broken what was he gonna say was he gonna try and patch it up because he said he had no interest in joining the elite what was he wanting to talk about you know um they're becoming more evil and it's working because i think with crowds being back recently the worry is the cool heels that everyone wants to cheer and especially when they're doing stuff like space jam last week right but they are getting good heat and hangman is the clear hero in this story i love the stuff with the Dark Order. Um, and and yeah, that that's how I read it was Grayson and Uno were like, no, we're, we're like, we are his friend, but we're respecting him by, he needs to figure this out on his own. Great Because sometimes you do. You do. You do. You really do. And when, when he wins that title, they'll be right there with him. But for now, he needs to figure this out. Yeah, I really love the storytelling here. From the breakup thing earlier in the night to this, it's like, this is the best story going on. And yeah, is this match pulled from All Out? Is this match not happening? Is this match happening? Oh, it's clearly Arthur it's clearly being built up. Like, they're not dropping this. It's just, when is it going to happen? Are they what announcing event? somewhere bigger? Like, mm-hmm. are they going to put a bigger show on? Because, like, yeah, uh, we all thought this was going to be at All Out, but people are saying now that it's not going to be at this pay-per-view. But... Think it, I think it should be. Yeah, I mean, it's still there's still like a good few weeks yeah. until All Out where you can write this story. Like, have so, Hangman get that back. Yeah, so they mentioned, though, Christian is the number one contender, though. Yeah, that so could be like, TV. I don't... Yeah, Christian should face Kenny. That's a great TV yeah. like setup, or for Rampage or something. Yeah. And then Christian loses, and Jungle Boy consoles him, and Christian's mad, and... I don't know, beats him up, and that sets up that match yeah. that we want and helps set up Kenny Hangman. Sounds good. In some way, shape, or form. But this story is, is working for me, definitely. Seeing them destroy Kenny uh, Hangman here is like, oh, man, you bastards. So they, like, my favorite wrestlers, Bucks and Kenny, and they made me hate them. Yeah. So No, it's, it's really feel working. Like, yeah, they're they're yeah. doing this story tremendously Didn't it, doesn't it feel like a movie where it's like he breaks it's like your your rom-coms teen movies where it's like he, he, no i can't be with you anymore i'm over I, I gotta do this on my own and then like he tries to face up against the bullies but there's too many they beat the shit out of him anyways it's like the story's not over yet this yeah. movie's not over yet it's great love it professional wrestling mm. ain't it great someone who loves pro wrestling this lambert guy dan lambert dan lambert he uh he got beat up by lance archer so he's mad He's like, I see you're that champion, Lance Archer. I'm going to bring someone here. So he's he's mentioning that he's going to manage someone. He said we'll have backup next week. So is he bringing Moose? Is he bringing... Who's he bringing? Is he, has he been with Moose? I don't remember. I don't think he's been with Moose. Is he with King Mo? He's with King Mo at the moment. Got, well, then there you go. Yeah. So MLW crossover. All the doors mean? are open. Yeah. For bit, it's summertime. You get the breeze in. You got to open them doors. 
Or this could just be literally anyone that Dan Lambert's his new manager for. True. But who knows? Didn't he do angles? I think he did angles with Lashley in uh, TNA. TNA? Something like that. Yeah. He's Uh, great. I think he's great. So Archer's got got some beef coming. Well, he's Mm. got his match with Tanahashi. Yeah. I saw something on social media this week from Lance Archer that that rocked me. Okay. Lance Archer was at, I don't know if it was like some indie show or some signing wrestling convention mm-hmm. or something. He's, he posted a video on his social media. I don't know if it was his social media. I think it was with Reba, Britt Baker, Reba okay. Rebel. And they're sitting down together at like this convention somewhere, like on a chair bench. And he, he gets Reba to try his favorite food. And Reba says, you've been telling me about this food for so long. I'm going to try it on camera. Okay. And Lance Archer gets Reba to eat what he says is his favorite snack. Okay. When he's on the road, he right. always eats this. Tuna mm. and peanut butter. Jesus. So you grab... He, I, I recommend everyone go find this video. He gets her to grab a fork, scoops out some tuna, flaky tuna from like a can or whatever, mm. packets or whatever, and then just a lump of peanut butter in it. So the tuna and the peanut butter are all mushed together. And then you take a spoon of it. Well, that is, they're both like bodybuilding yeah, things. Yeah, they are, exactly. So I can see like him doing it out of necessity and building up yeah, a taste for it that. Yeah, it is both. That sounds vile. <laughs> it sounds so great. I love both of those things. You're not a tuna guy, but like tuna and like peanut butter? tuna? <laughs> Dude. Like I don't mind a steak, but the canned shit so is like, no. I mean, like, think about it. If you're having like a giant actual tuna steak and you put like a peanut butter sauce on it, like yeah, hot or something, like good. a Thai peanut sauce or For something, sure. like that could be good. But straight up tuna in a can Can't, no, or, with peanut butter. Did did Reba like it? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> she was like, uh, okay, like I can that's see. That's hot. <laughs> like that's one of the weirdest food combinations Yeah, I've that's ever. not good. Is he pregnant? <laughs> He's eating pickles. <laughs> Damn. Like, I thought, like, I know. I love peanut butter. I put peanut butter in everything. And and I love tuna. I genuinely love tuna sandwiches and, and tuna everything. But together, that mm. sounds really gross. I'm sorry, Lance Archer. Yeah. Everybody dies. Yeah. <laughs> when they eat that. Yeah, Dickie Birdie's pointing out this man did have a tramp stamp. So Did? Yeah. I think he still does. Isn't it a castle now or something? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm beginning to like Lance Archer, and I respect him for like, hey, this is what I do. And genuinely, like, it is two bodybuilding foods that sure, people yeah. genuinely do eat in bulk when they do. But at the same time, man, like, make make it a smoothie. Just have tuna and then dessert is your peanut yeah, butter. You know, literally just like a normal person. <laughs> do you reckon he's got Jake to try it? Jake the Snake, one hundred percent. Jake probably loves it Jake too. Jake definitely eats tuna out of can, <laughs> yeah. doesn't he? They're both Just psycho. Sits on his, his lazy boy, fucking cigarette in one hand and tuna in the other hand. Should I try it? It, it will probably make me vomit watching. <laughs> no, true story. Whenever I bring out pickles, you literally throw up. Yeah, the gr- I, I'm kind of better with them because I've got to use them for work for making Caesars. Yeah. Um, See, like pickles in peanut I butter. I can't drink peanut. Ju- uh, pickle juice or peanut juice that shit <laughs> peanut juice yeah is you, fine. you don't like uh, pickle bags no yeah yeah unfortunately or like them in burgers yeah just ruin it uh, we, a pickle we... can like it's not something you can just take out it's like it's because it's soaked through 
So, like, if you accidentally put a pickle on my burger, like, it's ruined. Right. I can take it out. I can still t- taste the pickle. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a leaf of lettuce. When I was like, I didn't want lettuce. I pull the lettuce out. Yeah, you don't like the lettuce. You don't like the, like, pickly, nah. like, vibe there at yeah. all. Because we've made some picklebacks here at the house, and um, you were, like, just standing by. Not on my watch. And you literally, like, just went, <laughs> turned around, and just, you were going off yeah. to the races. I was like, all I did was... Start pouring pickle juice in a so, shot glass. Yeah, it's not nice. <laughs> Damn. Well, maybe, Pungent. maybe, uh, maybe uh, on my uh, triple mania watch along, I'll eat tuna and peanut butter. We'll make everyone do We've it. We've been on a tequila kick, haven't we? You should put tequila in the tuna and the peanut butter. Yeah, why not? Definitely would burn away the taste a bit. There's probably some. Yeah, what would you do? You'd like eat the tuna, shot of tequila, lick the peanut butter. Oh, it's fucked. Yeah, it's so gross. Right, I'm going to try it. Yeah. There's something there. Yeah. Like, one of our live events one day. We'll do, we'll do the Lance Archer. <laughs> a shot. Oh, God. <laughs> Fermented tuna we'll have, like, tequila. Sashimi. <laughs> or like tuna. Shot tequila. It's called the Texas peanut. It's butter. called Everybody Dies. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get Lance's thoughts on this. Damn. Lance could be onto something, though. Yeah. Like, someone out there could be like, this is the greatest thing I've ever had. I don't see that in personally. But like Elvis Presley, his favorite thing was peanut oh, butter. Yeah. yeah, peanut butter, banana, and bacon. Yeah, like that's weird, but it's amazing. Oh, it's it may have also killed him, but like it, it's good shit. I, I I went on a kick. Yeah, you went on the, the Elvis week. Presley. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's good. Better than you. Got maybe a a grilled cheese peanut butter tuna sandwich. Yeah, with the bacon tuna. Bacon, peanut butter. I'm not big on like that tuna. tuna shit. <laughs> you really don't want to get that tuna. <laughs> well, shout out Lance Archer uh, because I thought that was interesting. That yeah. he, at least at least his friends like tried it. I respect it. Like I like to try. I would try it. Like definitely. And if Lance Archer, asked well, it's me maybe to... pumped for the match now. Lance versus whoever Dan Lambert's bringing. When he loses, he feeds him it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> try this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like Jake used to bring out the snake. He wins the match and then he, lo- he just looks to Jake like, and Jake. Oh, oh. He looks over at Jake after winning and he looks at him and then Jake's just using a can opener, opening this can. <laughs> and Lance just unscrewing this. It's like a horror movie. It sounds so awful. <laughs> Jake would usually put Damien the snake on top of you, right? So yeah. it just covers you in tuna and peanut butter. <laughs> He's going to do that to Tanahashi. Wow. <laughs> Hope wow. Tanahashi likes. Peanut butter and tuna. Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. We go to our TNT title match back on AEW where the champion Miro, God's favorite champion, is going up against the challenger Lee Johnson. Or is it Shotty Lee Johnson? Shotty. Big Shotty. Big Shotty Lee Johnson with Dustin ringside. And uh, right away runs at Miro but eats a boot to the face here. Miro is just throwing him around, crushing him. There's clubbing blows and then like kicks to the head. There's this crazy like power slam position into a swinging sidewalk slam from Miro. Just fantastic. Crushing him. There's then like a, one of the counters to a Uranagi where Lee spikes Miro with his DDT and Miro's selling here. Like he goes to get up and then he's kind of like dazed Rocked. And, then, and then drops to his knee, like kind of confused of where he is. Looked great. So Johnson. Here takes advantage of him. There's this tope to the outside where it looked like Miro was supposed to catch him, but like doesn't, and it just looks. Yeah, he great. does the the suicida, then followed up with the 
Con Hilo, and I think he was meant to catch him, but it, it almost made it cooler, I think. Because he, like, catches him and then staggers and falls back. I thought he looked awesome. Yeah, it looked great. He gets him back. Miro, sorry, gets up and goes back in the ring and and gets in there. There's a cross body for a near fall from, from Lee, and then there's these super kicks where he's just nailing Miro with repeated super kicks, and Miro just keeps trying to get up but eats a super kick. Um, I, I always love this spot in, yeah. in wrestling. It's it's the Boromir, Lord of the Rings heroes, yeah. always. But he eats a frog splash from Big Shoddy, but he kicks out at two. Miro gets to his feet, nails him with this jumping thrust kick, like a super, super kick, killing this guy, and then puts him in game over, which I love now with crowds back. We get the little things, like when he has him in position, does the pose, and the crowd already knew what to do with the game over as he locks in the hole the accolade the game over and i don't even think shoddy could tap because he just he's pretty much out right away um mirror retains yeah love this they gave lee johnson a lot which was nice obviously i don't think anyone thought lee johnson was going to win this um and thought miro was maybe just going to eat this guy up but i think it did a balance of both he did look very dominant here but i thought lee johnson really impressed yeah me too um, and Miro, I think, is getting better and better, and the crowd really love him. Um, as you said, his selling was great in this, and I just think everything he does, like his monster spots, just it looks fucking painful. He's just throwing these guys around. He's improved for me. This was like yeah. one of the best stuff he's I've seen him do. Like he just it's now clicking. Everything's working. You could turn this guy into a baby face because he kind of is, even though he's the heel. But he's the again the cool heel, mm-hmm. the monster heel. Please book Ishii versus Miro. I'd love that. And you know, I was saying about how I want the Lucha Brothers to do their own thing. Yeah. Phoenix Miro, I think would be Penta fantastic. Miro. Andrade yeah. Miro. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, he's, he's definitely on a roll here. I, I, there's so many matches you could do with him, but I'm liking this open challenge thing with the TNT title. Yeah. And I, I really like his title design, the white with the green. I know he's had that a couple of weeks yeah. now, but um, I assume this is now going to be a thing they do. You, you have it customized to yourself. Obviously, Darby had the black. They retired right. the red. Yeah. He's got the white with the green for Bulgaria. Can see this being the thing with the TNT title. Yeah, and that's cool. super cool. Yeah. We get you get the- a sell a lot then. Which? Different variations. Uh, you know? Yeah, true. We get announcements for Rampage. They have a commentary team. Is it next week or when the first one is? Uh, yeah, the Rampage team, yeah. And it's Taz, Chris Jericho. Excalibur and Mark Henry. Yes. Too many cooks. It's a, it's a lot. Um, it's cool for Excalibur. This is him leading um, the commentary team on TV, which I think is awesome because I think he's great. Um, I think Jericho and Taz sounds a lot of fun. Mark Henry, it's just a four-man booth sounds a lot. But you don't know. Maybe they'll be kind of rotating in and out because we see that on Dynamite. Taz will pop in for a match and go away, you know? Yeah. And I think I think with the Dynamite team, when you've got four on commentary, you do hear sort of JR sometimes being like, you know what, I'm going to sit this one out. Or Tony be like, I'm going to sit this one out. So it might work. I'll be, I'll be interested to hear what Mark Henry's like. Not heard him on commentary before. Um, and the rest we're, we're very familiar with. Somebody's going to get their ass kicked. I missed that song. And maybe that's why they're having four, you know, to like try and, if this is Mark Henry's first thing, just True. just hide him a little or have him feel comfortable. I just can't wait for, you know, we have the 
Taz bits on Botchamania. Yeah. The Taz commentary. Can't wait for the Mark Henry one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> if you there is. know there's going to be one, yeah. <laughs> Somebody's going to get their wig split. <laughs> or as Dickie in the chat is reminding me, that's what I do. That's what I do. I hope he wears his salmon jacket. Yeah. We you didn't, always say that. We didn't get a salmon jacket for the wedding. We should have. No, he should have had one for Cody, though, later, I think. <laughs> we go to Tony Schiavone. Again. <laughs> he's so busy, but this time he's backstage. He's with Christian Cage. He's now got to run backstage as well as get in there. And room. he's doing commentary tonight. Oh. Jeez. He's with Christian Cage. and he's not says, on Rampage, though. Yeah, he's not on he's that got the team. day off. Yeah. Christian Cage, you're the new number one contender. And Christian says, hey, uh, Layla Hirsch came out there for the save. Thank you. And then starts to sing Christian Cage with the pipes of an angel. Yeah. Thank you for being a friend. <coughs> he says, I got friends. And he said he offered Layla some backup tonight in her match against the bunny. But Layla says she's got friends, best friends in her corner. She, so she, she's in the best friends now? I guess. It's becoming the nightmare family. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of best friends. There's a lot of best friends. Yeah. That's a lot of best friends. Yeah. Uh, also, she big time Christian. She's like, nah, I got friends. Nah, I'm good. I got best friends. I'll save you. I don't want to be man. in the Christian coalition. He had that Christian coalition. Yep. He'll bring it back to fight the Hardy family. So he says, well, he's in a good mood. He says, sorry for singing, but I'm in a good mood because I'm the number one contender. I'm undefeated. So I, when I came here, I said it. I would outwork everyone. And mentions that he's going to do what he said he was going to do seven years ago. And that's when I'm assuming he means win a world title because Mm. he never got that one more match. So he's getting that one. He's still kind of saying it without saying it. One more match, world title match. And he's going to prove what he was proving seven years ago. I'm elite. So he's saying I'm here and I'm going to be champ. Good. I'm kind of waiting for that first big Christian match. Um because I, I think he's looked great in all these TV matches he's had. Um, but he's not had that... Like, I want to see what he's going to be like against a Kenny and stuff. So, And he sounds great on the mic as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm interested in the Kenny match, for sure. And I want to see Christian tangle with Jungle Boy in that story more mm-hmm. down the line. But uh, I'm sure we'll get an announcement of this match in the near future. So we go to legit Layla Hirsch. With the best friends, meaning Orange Cassidy and, and all them. So they're out with her. The bunny, who comes out with the blade. And uh, the bunny gets this boot sending Layla out to the outside and they start fighting. They mentioned that the winner of this match gets to face the NWA Women's Champ. Yeah, so it's an eliminate match to face Camille. Who's ringside mm. here. So Camille, uh, who's the new champ over there. Yes. She's big. Very talented. That's what JR said. Yes. <laughs> he said she's very talented. I wonder if he's watched any of her matches. Oh, he's watched so many Camille matches. Yes. Oh, JR. So she's watching ringside. She, no, but like she's no, like she's huge. Towers over at the women's division here mm. in AEW, and I, I've seen her wrestle. She, was she not? In, I've I've seen her wrestle before, but I don't watch NWA or or what is she? NWA. <laughs> all these other shows I don't watch that Cino does. I just like all right. So she's gonna face the winner. Uh, we got Bunny who does this surfboard stomp on Layla in the turnbuckle, which looked pretty good, like the Wicked Stepsister. Um, Statlander and Nyla Rose are kind of looking at each other ringside here. So there's a lot going on. Mm. They're getting in each other's face. Hirsch comes back with this flying knee strike that kills the Bunny here. 
goes for a moonsault, but I'm not quite sure what happened. Uh, yeah, she does her, like, <coughs> bounces off the second rope to the top, and then it's more like off the rope, isn't it? But completely missed. Yeah, it was weird. The bunny capitalizes by hitting a DVD for a near fall. Yeah, I feel like almost it was planned, because they picked up on it right away. Yeah. But Layla comes back, the cross arm breaker, but Bunny's using her hands to kind of block it. There's then more arm traps and craziness, and then there's like an arm snap into the cross arm breaker. Again, finally lock it in, and Bunny taps out. Legit, Layla Hirsch beats the Bunny and will go up against Camille for the NWA women's title. As Camille now goes into the ring and stands next to Layla Hirsch, who is pretty short and... Camille's huge. It's like yeah, two of her. And in heels. And in she heels. She just was like twice the size of her. Yeah. It was an awesome visual. Yeah. Uh, and I'm actually, I'd kind of be intrigued to watch the match. Um, this is, I feel, more promotion than they've done for like Impact ever. You know? Impact. Like, like, like I thought this was quite heavily pushing NWA here and, and saying it's going to be on an NWA show. Right. Um, considering all the, like Kenny being the champion, there's barely any interest. In, gotcha. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it was a pretty big thing having Camille there. And yeah, I kind of want to watch this match. Yeah, got my attention for sure. And good for Layla Hirsch because she's someone who's been like kind of bubbling on the surface a little bit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, I think she impresses. She looks good. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Leone in the chat says it's more promoted than Omega and Andrade. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's what I mean. Someone who loves to promote? Jade. Oh, yeah. Jade Cargill and what is it? The Smark? Mark Sterling? Mark Sterling. Yeah. Everyone's asking, says Mark, why isn't Jade wrestling? But to be honest, we're busy. We got to diversify our portfolio. Diversify your bonds. He talks about Jade signing deals with wineries, sports media, news agencies, even Hollywood. Everyone knows hashtag Jade brand is taking over. And Jade will wrestle this Monday on Dark Elevation. So, and Jade, uh, you know, of course, has to remind us that she is that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, it makes you realize how many shows AEW already has. Like they're now promoting a Evo- uh, Elevation. I can't Rampage. watch all these shows, guys. Got, yeah. I gotta, I gotta work That's a lot. I gotta go to jobs. I gotta go out. Oh, I gotta eat. Lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what am I supposed to? How am I supposed to watch all this wrestling? Yeah. Wow. What a problem to have, though. Huh? Can't watch all this wrestling. Yeah. Jade and Mark kind of say the same thing every week. I think you yeah. could play. Uh, I want to see her wrestle, but it's kind of. I'd like to see the visual of Jade and Camille. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. We get an announcement of. <laughs> is it? Stu Grayson and Evil Uno are going to get an Impact tag title shot. Yeah. Against the Next Good Brothers. Next week on Dynamite. That's crazy. That's pretty nuts. Yeah, that sounds pretty awesome. So I'm super stoked to see that. The Dark Order facing off against the Elite again here. So it kind of can add tension to that story even a little bit as well. But yeah, kind of interested in seeing Have that. them take it. Have them take the, the Impact title. No, they're going the thing with the the like titles and All stuff. The titles, it's, yeah. too, it's too perfect right now. Mm. Uh, but super interested in seeing that match. Um, someone in the Twitch is asking if we saw the PBR commercial. I have not. Well, we don't get it in Canada, but they did post it uh, on their Twitter. And it's PBR with like, is it Matt Cardona, Zack Ryder? Right. Uh, Hornswoggle, Kurt Hawkins. Okay. I think Chelsea Green maybe. Right. 
Yeah, check it out. PBR. Drink a drink Watch a, after drink, this. Drink a good PBR. I'm surprised PBR doesn't have seltzers yet. Do they not? What What would be a P? Would you really want a PBR PBR's seltzer? Terrible. Yeah, I don't know if you would want a PBR beer. seltzer. No, <laughs> it would be just swamp waters with bubbles. I don't know. <laughs> I do. I I went definitely went through like the hipster PBR phase, but I can't say it's you used to drink a lot of PBR. I yeah, like it. I don't like beer anymore. I've completely kind of stopped drinking beer. It's definitely the summer, hot, cold day. You want a like Corona or some shit yeah. like that, but can't say like. We had some people over a few weeks ago, so we got some random beers that people left in our fridge. And it's like, we had a Coors Light and oh, a PBR. Gross, it's it? like, I don't really Sucks. want, yeah, I don't want this. Uh, I know people love it. I'm not knocking it, but. I am. Sucks. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck PBR. No, I, I used to love them. They're great. I, I love their campaign stuff. They're clearly, all they do is tweet about wrestling lately. All they're doing is promoting everyone and, and backing everyone. And I, I kind of love to see it. Why Absolutely. not? Yeah. Uh, we still need that White Claw sponsorship, though. We're working on it. So PBR should work with us on seltzers. We can be... I don't think they'll take us now. Yeah. Since we slagged we'll them. We'll edit this bit out. We'll edit... But I, I, I was still saying that I love them. Okay. Yeah. I loved all their logos as well. Red, white, and blue. Yeah. America. Cody. <laughs> it's time for the main event of Dynamite Homecoming in Jacksonville. Malachi Black making his in-ring debut here in AEW with this awesome entrance here. One of the best entrances I've seen in wrestling as of late, or maybe full stop. The way he comes out of the tunnel with this this hooded, horned outfit thing that covers his head while it's all dark yeah, except the lights. Yeah, it's a silhouette of this guy. So where, where's this guy from? Like Netherlands. Netherlands. He's totally got this like Netherlands... Like, Dark metal, black metal, mm. horn visual thing going on. Very horror movie. Very spooky. Yeah, there's there's that horror movie I saw last year on Netflix. It reminded me of the, yeah, the, the cult. Not the cult. Yeah, the, the visit or ritual or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, it reminded me of a movie I watched. Yeah, mm. it's like Children of Bodom. Or, it's like some scary like horned thing here. The visual coming out of the tunnel was amazing. I love this outfit. It's so simple too. And then the lights just go off for seconds and then he's in the on the turnbuckle as well and they come back up revealing like this skull as part of the horns so fucking sick this guy is so badass and then he sits in the middle of the ring and just poses and it's just great visual already you go okay yeah this guy looks like a star but you know who else looks like a star because he's got a great entrance cody rhodes who comes out with a lot of pyro as you could imagine yeah of course always cody comes out we get holy shit chance it's interesting. On the there was definitely a a mixed reaction to Cody coming out. There were a lot of cheers, but a lot of boos as well. And on our stupid TSN app, we can't turn the subtitles off, and the subtitles even subtitled mixed reaction for Cody. Yeah, yeah. So it was obviously pretty audible. There was a half and half for Cody yeah. here, definitely. As they stand face to face, and then the crowd starts chanting, "Holy shit!" As this match starts off here, uh, Malachi kind of wearing different gear. He's like in these like almost MMA shorts, all black kind of stuff. Mm. Again, looks super cool. A little bit of face paint on the one eye. Again, selling that that eye thing. That injury. So well, this time it's like more creepy stuff though. It's like yeah, well, paint. he's got the black on half yeah. of his face, yeah. but then the the contact lens. Two face. So Cody tries to put him in a figure four early on as he goes woo and 
Malachi gets out of it by raking the eyes, and then Locke starts working the knee of Cody, who's selling it great. He puts him in a single leg crab, but Cody gets out of it. Cody then, like, keeps getting beat down on the knee. Like, he can't get anything in at all here. So, as the first time he gets offense, he tries to go for the crossroads, but gets dropped again on his knee. And then knocks Malachi up, so he goes for the Cody cutter. And JR, actually, with a great call, being like, Cody is already hurt. Mm-hmm. early in this match and he knows that he has to go for something big and that's the only chance he got because he's already it's it's done he has to hit like a finisher a yeah. super move to early because to, he's not gonna he, last yeah he's not lasting so cody's literally doing that he goes for the cody cutter but malachi hits him with this like super kick or gun and gurry sending cody flying off the top through the ring bell and timekeeper's table yeah, off the turnbuckle to yeah the, through the the timekeeper's table. So Cody's laid out here, and Malachi does his sitting in the middle of the ring pose, the cross leg, laughing and smiling, as the ref's counting Cody out, but he makes it to the 10 count. But as he gets in, Malachi Black hits him with the fade to Black, the kick, the roundhouse kick the to the black face. Mass, black Mass. Black Mass, that's yeah. right, yeah. Absolves him of all his sins. Mm. Cody's just laid out, dead from this kick. As Black puts his foot while standing over Cody, just ever so slightly puts his foot on his chest. The ref counts it. And in only four minutes and 39 seconds, Malachi Black beats Cody Rhodes. Loved it. I think this is great. This made me... uh, I said I kind of already have kind of lost a bit of interest in Alistair Black with all the... Sorry, Malachi Black with all the other news coming out. This is how you establish him. Um, Kind of reminded me of the... Brody, uh, smashing Cody, yeah, and I think it's great. Cody can take these big losses. It just it only serves Black. It makes him him feel like such a star. I love the pace of this match as well. Even when they were doing the submissions, everything was so fast, and Black's kicks just looked so deadly. Um, really, really like this. Yeah, I was super into this. You instantly made this guy a star. They were cheering for this guy. They, they were still the Cody people. I, I love Cody. I, I know people give Cody shit and love to give Cody shit. And when it comes down to it, Cody is everything you want in wrestling. He, he knows how to amateur wrestle. He knows how to mat wrestle. His in-ring is really good. Yeah. And the character is this confusing thing where you don't know. He says he's a good guy. He does media calls and says he's never being heel or I don't have a heel bone in my body. It's like, yeah, all right. For now, you, <laughs> for now you don't. Uh, but losing to Malachi in like four minutes or whatever, like makes this guy huge. It did the same thing to Brody. So it's great. This match was great. Four minute match. This is the match of the night. 100%. Yeah. Like, and it was only four minutes because it had everything going on in it. Uh, Malachi Black yeah, is such a, a re- Actually a really good four minute match. 100%. Like they, they fit in a lot yeah. in just four minutes. So... This guy beats him. Uh, I didn't mention his theme music, too. Obviously, he doesn't have that awesome banger he had. Uh, no man is ever yeah. truly good. Uh, but it sounds like the same band. Possibly. I think what, he, Code I, Orange, is it? Uh, no, Code, or- Code oh, Orange. Oh, no, they Bray. just played it live, didn't they, one time? Did they? One takeover they did. Oh, yeah. interesting. Maybe it is them. All I know is Code Orange uh, tweeted Bray saying, don't worry, we got you. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> which is interesting. Uh, but I know Malachi Black maybe has purposely picked this theme music, which fits perfectly for him. Very scary. The whole look, everything, this guy's awesome. He's instantly one of the most must-see acts, I think, on this show. Yeah, and there was definitely a point where he does, I know it's his pose, but when he does the cross-legged thing, you can't help but think, we're going to get Punk and him yeah. mirror each other doing that. 
Oh, great. Yeah, you know? great shout. Yeah. Um, fuck it. After the Derby match, just go that way. Yeah, I'd, you could I'd be do down for Punk Black. Malachi Black Punk, Malachi Black Daniel Bryan, Black versus Omega. At and, some point, and, yeah, yeah. Any any times right. any of these iterations, to be yeah. honest. Malachi Black Darby. They should eventually form a team of emo kids yeah. and scary metal heads and face paint people. But yeah, I, I honestly love this, and he crushes Cody after the match. Tony Schiavone with his best Joe Rogan impression. Still getting the so interviews. <laughs> he comes in there. Hey, Cody, I know you're knocked the fuck out. You want to do this interview right now? How are you feeling? Wake up. Hello. What's going on? Have you seen the Joe Rogan of memes? Course, yeah, yeah, those of memes course. are insane. The Connor McGregor. Like Connor broke his ankle and he just sits with him. So, Connor, how did you feel when your fucking ankle snapped? Fuck. There's so many good Joe Rogan memes. Uh, so, Tony's doing that with Cody. And Cody's like, yeah, all right. Uh, and says, legacy is a funny thing. When I got into wrestling, 15 years old, I was a ref. All I wanted to do was win the title my daddy lost in the garden. And the crowd, some of the people in the crowd start chanting, no, 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 which I'm like, come on. Like, we just got fans back and you're all going to be dickheads again. Great stuff. Wrestling fans don't ever change. Cody says they were all laughing at us when we, we wanted to start a revolution. He says, I didn't get fired. I fired them. And well, look at us now. And then the crowd turns and they all chant AEW. Mm. It's basically put some respect on Cody Rhodes name here. He says, this is. It's, it's a commonplace, this destination. It's, it's not an alternative. We are competition. We set this table. And now people can eat. For three years, I've, I've been on everything. The posters, the billboards, everything. But uh, I love everyone here. And he's, he's basically doing a retirement, retirement speech. speech here as he's getting up and undoing his wrist tape and everything. He says, there's no better place. And with zero bitterness, I thank you. I love you so much. You have all made my life special. And then he puts the mic down. He unzips his boot, unties his boot, and he puts one boot down. He's hanging up his boots as he goes to put the second. Malachi Black from behind with the crutch nails Cody, drops him, beats him up, holds up his boot, and just smiles like a madman as Dynamite goes off the air. I, uh, yeah, I love the match. Um, I thought Cody's selling, like waking up, staggering to his feet was great. Um, I kind of hated this though. I, Cody has this with his promos where you're going, right, where are you going with this? Where are you just talking because you've got a purpose here or you just like the sound of your own voice? Um, I don't buy for a second. He's retiring. No. He's going away for a bit, but I don't, I don't really enjoy the tease of it and i found yeah i found it odd to be honest he he even brought up um he said i know there are rumors of me uh, with outside projects and i know there are rumors about me and the evps having a fallout but he's like i still love you guys and like we made this thing yeah it, it didn't it didn't hit with me at all it was weird it was it was weird it's cody doing cody things essentially I've said this before. It's masturbatory with him. I feel yeah, that's the. Gim- I, I guess that's the gimmick. I don't know. I I am a Cody defender, and I still don't understand. This. And I was wait. I I was kind of waiting for this to be the heel turn. It kind of felt right. You were having the cheers for Malachi, the booze with the entrance, yeah. and now Cody's 
doing another fucking long wanky promo and then I was waiting for him to flip it. We're going to get it. We're going to get it. I yeah. Think. I think him saying this, these in the media things being like, oh, I'm not a heel, whatever. People booing him anyways. Like, yeah. And you know, this guy is one of the best heels. Like he, he will genuinely get heat. He already is. So uh, I, I want to see that happen. But I imagine they're setting up for a Malachi Black rematch now. Like he's not going to retire because... He's well. He got attacked, which is yeah. He didn't get to retire. So I assume Cody's going away for a bit to be a dad for a few months, perhaps. Yeah, and then he'll come back for the eventual rematch with Malachi. Yeah, they've announced a return to Jacksonville just at the end of December. So I'm wondering if like he's going to come back to that, the place he tried to retire, sort of some homecoming yeah. kind of thing or a big event back in Jacksonville. But maybe that's a long time. Yeah, that's a bit of a ways, but obviously that's the match you could go back to i feel he the way he's speaking as well he probably does have a lot like he he's i feel he's very heavily involved with the management sure, side yeah, of yeah, AEW, yeah. and it's probably just wants a little bit of a chill maybe but Why not? i don't buy him retiring no come on no way i i think that's kind of weird it's like people there's this rapper logic mm. a few years ago he's like yeah i retire and everyone's like all right like you're like 24 or something but okay cool like brandon Brandon from New Jersey, I retire. <laughs> so then Logic is like, oh, I'm back. And then puts out an album. And like, sorry, it stinks. Yeah. <laughs> no one cares. Right. No one cares that you retired and you didn't because we know you didn't retire because we mm. know it's just not how it works. So it's just like, why? Why? I don't know. Uh, I still thought Cody did a great... Cody literally can read a phone book and he can cry on cue and he can do everything. Mentioned Dusty. He, his mm. promos are never the issue with me. but And it was, yeah, it kind of felt like a farewell to Jacksonville for a bit again. Obviously, they're back in December, but it did. he kind of said, this isn't Daly's place to me. This is the AEW amphitheater. Right. Um, saying, like, this is essentially the home. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. But the match with Malachi was cool. We'll get a rematch down the line. Where does where Malachi Black go? Where does Alistair go on? Does he have to fight someone? Dustin wants to get revenge or Brock Anderson or who does Malachi Black destroy the whole Nightmare family? Does he just move on to someone else? I think he should move on. I, it, sounds like, it sounds like Cody's away for a while. Or does Cody wrestle him at a pay-per-view and then he disappears for a while? I don't know. But he does it all out? Yeah, I don't know. Malachi versus who at All Out? You would imagine Malachi fights at that pay-per-view. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I think with with the Queen show being so close, I think you can spread out some big matches. I think you're going to see a lot of big names not necessarily on All Out. Fair. That's cool. And I think you'll you'll just load that stadium show yeah. as well. Uh, and And these rampages, you know, you can spread out a lot of these big main events. Yeah, uh, overall, this episode of Dynamite flew by again. It it had a little bit of everything. I really got into, once Malachi Black's entrance came out, and he, he was the silhouette, the shadows of the horned demon, I was like, man, wrestling's cool. Yeah, he feels a big deal again. Yeah, it felt great. This show reminds me why I do like this silly thing of pro wrestling. It gives you a little bit of everything on this show. The storytelling, some great wrestling. Uh, not Not like my, I think I still like the past few weeks a little bit better. Um, I think the Wardlow was a bit of a letdown, a mm-hmm. little anticlimactic. And I think kind of the end of the episode with Cody and this weird kind of fake retirement thing was a little anticlimactic too. But overall, my enjoyment for the show was still super high. It's almost like you don't know what they're going to pull on you next. 
It's like they love no, to get so me. many things. There's yeah. now intrigue in just even this Dan Lambert thing. Right. Well, what's that going to be next yeah. week? Camille. They just casually drop Impact Tag Championships yeah. they defended yeah, next yeah. week. Stuff like that. It's Tana just shows up last week. It's yeah. It's bizarre. You really like as long as you're not you're you're not contracted to WWE. Really, anything can happen, which is very exciting. Yeah, and going forward, like to all these shows that they're advertising stuff. Uh, I'm super into this show, into this company, um, and yeah, Archer Ar- Archer Ath. Asher Roth, Arthur Ashe, Arthur Ashe, Asher Hale. Maybe, maybe Daniel Bryan will come out at that that show. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, overall, AEW's fun show to watch. Absolutely. There you go. That's our review. Well, that's it. Yeah. Check out our best match ever, Daniel Bryan, coming out tomorrow, and then Sunday, our review of Wrath of Khan with our man Neil, and then yeah, we better better get start watching those Triple Mania matches for next week. But check out the socials to find out uh, the full schedule for this month. Yeah, we we did a we do was next where we do retro NXT reviews and we just did an NXT show where Bray Wyatt fought Chris Jericho, which is potentially a match we could see here in AEW. Hey, if uh, the Dark Order are done with Hangman, maybe they'll just get a new leader of Bray Wyatt. I can I could see that being a story for yeah. sure. Bray kind of going, hey, this isn't what Brody wanted with you. Yeah, guys. and you then know, they you, turn heel. They're completely different. Yeah, then and then Hangman them. has to come and say, no, it's for the Hangman Bray program. Then they, they go, Hangman, you didn't want our love. You didn't want our attention. No, they're still in love. They're still a thing. <laughs> oh, there's a lot you can do with that story. Yeah. Who knew that the Dark Order would turn into these like lovable like island misfit things? Uh, yes, Patreon.com is what we do. Listen to all the podcasts, Retro NXT Reviews, Movie Reviews, Up Yours Picks of Wrestling, Movies and Stuff. So we're doing... Friday the 13th, celebrating with Freddy versus Jason next week. That'll be out. We got an Up Yours with our man, Neil, Star Trek, Wrath of Khan. If you've ever wanted to hear us talk about We've already Star- plugged all these Yeah, things. we'll go listen to all our stuff. <laughs> yeah. And we appreciate you guys uh, listening to us. If you have not given us a chance, go to patreon.com slash up next and give us a shot because it's only five bucks. Only five bucks. That's it. That's all we ask. Yeah. That's it. Follow the socials as well at Up Next Podcast, Twitter and Instagram. And uh, we'll be back next week for uh, all the Twitch and all that stuff. Absolutely. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you. I myself, Brain Harrington, Twitter, Instagram. I'm at the Bray D. And I'm at Davey Portman. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And fade to black. Ahoy! Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.
Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.